This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Man, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, for sure. Man, this is sad. I just I just can't wrap my head around it. I just have not wrapped my head around it at all. And it's been a very dark and gloomy week. And it's all started with, on Sunday, finding out that Kobe passed away. I'm like, yo, I found out on the road from Philly. I was in Philly doing stuff I ain't supposed to be doing. And I was coming back home and I get a text with a screenshot that said, breaking news, Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash. I'm like, what? No way. No, no. I immediately said, no way. That just just doesn't make sense. No way. No way that just happened like that. No way. And I was just frantically checking, frantically checking for new developments on this, uh, other news sources and other people reporting. I couldn't find anything. I think five minutes later, uh, the girl who texted me that Kobe died originally, she said Fox News is reporting it now. And then I think a few minutes later, I started seeing even more sources come out and say, yeah, Kobe died. Kobe died and at least three other people were on the plane as well. Um, it took me a while to find out that I think by the time I got home, then we started to find out his daughter was on the plane. I think by the end of the day or maybe the next day, we find out there were five more people on the plane. And I'm like, God damn. And I heard the Rick Fox rumor. I'm like, Rick Fox couldn't have been on that plane. No way. Thank God he wasn't. And, you know, he was on TV talking about Kobe and how the news of his rumor really shook up his family, even momentarily like that. That was rough. And I just, I just can't get enough of the story. I'm just, I just keep looking. I guess I keep looking for details about the crash because I just, I guess subconsciously I'm trying to figure out, is this real? This really happened? I just couldn't believe it. You know, and I'm getting, getting a little choked up talking about it. But it's just, it's one of those where were you moments. Where were you? Of course, you know, I was coming back from Philly. Ironically, the day before, the Lakers were in town and LeBron passed Kobe on the all-time scoring list. I didn't think much of it. I was like, okay, congrats. I didn't really think much of it. I was already thinking about how LeBron could pass Carl Malone and Kareem. I wasn't even thinking about how he passed Kobe. I overlooked it. But when I was going into Philly, that's all they were talking about. How Philly won and how they didn't have Embiid. And yeah, LeBron broke the record, but the the Sixers played so well. And that's all I heard on Philly Sports Radio. And then, you know, I guess when I 
I found out about Kobe dying when I got to like like Baltimore ish. So I couldn't really I didn't really hear the sports Philly sports radio. It was ironic because Kobe was from Philly and as I'm recording this right now, they have the um the Lakers and Blazers and they're doing the Kobe ceremony before the Lakers and Blazers. Man, this ceremony is tough to watch. It looks like a funeral. They're showing all these videos. Look at Quinn Cook is just distraught. People crying and Usher singing, boys to men singing. It's just, it's just tough. I've never seen anything like this. I haven't seen anything like this since, like, Michael Jackson died. Even that wasn't like, just, maybe it was the way Kobe died. And the age that he died, maybe that's why it's such an overwhelming amount of support for him. And just overall sadness. It really did hit me, though, because no one expected to lose him this soon. But what what that situation taught me was two things. One, like everybody else, if a person like Kobe can die suddenly, uh, any of us could die suddenly, too. And it just you just come to grips with your own mortality. I just saw LeBron crying, so I I, I gotta I gotta focus. You um you come to grips with your own mortality, and that you can die any day, any day, any day. It could be a wrap for you. Now Kobe had flown helicopters hundreds of times. And just that day, just something didn't go right, and boom, it's a wrap. It just makes me feel bad that I don't, like, keep in contact with nobody. Like, I just keep to myself. And when folks folks sit up here and die, man, it's going to be too late. I don't know why LeBron's grabbing the microphone. I don't know how can he keep his composure. But seriously, though, it's just life is too short. And I'm thinking about my little few of my coworker, and I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, I, it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. Why are we, why are we not talking to each other over some little words? But whatever, though. Not really. If she don't want to talk to me, she don't want to talk to me. But that's that's another situation. That's a personal situation. Whatever. I'll probably still diss her in my freestyle. <laughs> but seriously, man, this is, this, is, this is just tough to deal with, tough to watch. And, of course, you had people, you had his critics, because he had the rape allegations, which I don't know all about. I don't know if he did it or not. All I know is this. He learned from it. He grew from it. He worked on his marriage. And he became a man that a lot of people admired. You know, on a basketball standpoint, I wish I had his work ethic. But see, in order for me to have his work ethic, I'd have to, like, focus more on basketball. Because 
I just have all these different interests. I have all these different thoughts. It's just a lot going on in my life, a lot going on in my head. And I, and I can't sit down and focus on one thing. So I'm one of those jack of all trades, jack of all trades, master of none thing uh, type of people. But anyway, back to what I learned. So it's just you come to grips with your own mortality. That you can go anytime and we all got to die. And you just never know when it's going to happen. The second thing is you can create so much value for people just by being yourself and doing what you're passionate in. Just seeing that just shows that, you know, I shouldn't put myself in a box. I shouldn't do things I don't want to do just to fit in and just to play safe when I can be the best version of myself and can better positively affect people when I'm doing things that I love and when I'm doing things I'm passionate in. And that's what Kobe did. He he played basketball and he did it so well and he was so passionate about the game he was valuable in so many people's lives. And that's why when you take him away, that's how you get this reaction because he was so valuable to people. And that's how business is, man. That's how business is. Like, you create value for people like that. It's just they'll never forget you. They'll never, you won't have to want for anything because. You're just that important to their lives, whether you know them personally or not. The value you create in whatever you do, it's just, you know, I'm at a loss for words. But seriously, though, um, just do what you're passionate in. Just do, do what you're passionate in and do... Try your best to be, to improve and be your best self. Because doing that affects so many people. And I'm just looking at my life right now, and I'm in a situation where, I'm in a situation where I'm just forcing myself to be somewhere and to do things that I'm not really interested in. And it's having a negative effect on my mental health and my emotional health and even my physical health. And I'm starting to react negatively towards it. And that affected my interaction with one of my coworkers. There you go. But seriously, when you're that valuable, that when you're really good at something and when you're really passionate about something, you can inspire many you can. I mean, only a select few people can do that. And seriously, man. It's just like my mom is good with numbers and taxes. She helps so many people just by doing their taxes and stuff. Um, Stephen A. Smith is good at reporting sports and good at sports commentary. So many people love Stephen A. So many people love Stephen A. Like, if Stephen A was to go tomorrow, it, it'd be an outpouring of tributes for him, too. 
not wishing death on anyone. I'm just using him as, as an example. Like, when you're really, when that passion, when you show your passion and be your best self, you create so much value. And that's what Kobe did. And I got to admire him for it, for sure. Uh, rest in peace, all the other people who's on the plane. Rest in peace, his daughter, who that one hurt because I just I wanted her to be a husky and I wanted her to I wanted to see how she turned out as a basketball player. I wanted to see him see her in the WNBA. It sucks. Um, it really sucks. But I think he has he has a three year old. And he has a six-month-old. I believe one of them, or if not both of them, will do what Gianna was supposed to do in basketball. And they will carry on the family legacy in basketball. Watch. I don't know if I'm the first person to say it, but one of them, either the three-year-old or the six-month-old, one of them, they're going to take they're going to take in basketball and they're going to be very good and they're going to carry on their father and their sister's legacy. And I can't wait to see it. I'm going to be old and hopefully I'm still here to see it. Well, maybe not that old, but, you know, I'll be pushing by the time we get to that point. I'm sure I'll be in my 40s, maybe my 50s, but I'd love to see it. I know one of them kids is going to get into basketball, one if not both, and they're going to be very good. And there is a lot of people that would love to help them and coach them just for them to honor their dad, and I can't wait to see it. Well, other things, uh, this Vic 30 for 30, Michael Vic 30 for 30 was cool. Um, I watched the second half of it mostly, and this is just part one. What I gather was Newport News it was a hotbed in the early 2000s. You had the Clips, you had Iverson, you had Vic, you had Michael Vic, you had Marcus Vic. Apparently, Missy Elliott came from there. It's like a lot of talent. And I think even Pharrell, I think maybe Pharrell came from there, too. It's just a lot of talent coming out of that area. And it isn't one. it's not really the best area. It's rough from what I've seen. Uh, Dan Reeves played a, a huge influence in Michael Vick's life starting out. And I think him leaving was the beginning of the end. No one really mentioned it in the documentary how Dan Reeves really losing Dan Reeves as a Falcons coach really just was the beginning of the end for Mike Vick in Atlanta. But... Why Mike Vick choose to live somewhere outside in Atlanta where the KKK was rampant? Well, maybe he didn't know. He had all this money. He he liked the country. He liked to be. He liked to have a lot of space. He like he didn't really like people around him. I guess where he's living. He just wanted to be a country boy. And me, I'm a city boy. Like I like all these people around me. I don't need much room to live because I stay in my room anyway 
So, I mean, he had the opposite mindset. Oprah did a story out there about the KKK being where Vic was in Atlanta. And his friend told a story how some white person said, are you lost, boy, or whatever. I was like, damn, that's scary. That's very scary. They talked a lot about a lot more about race than I expected, which is fine. You know, you it's hard to not discuss Vic without discussing black quarterbacks and how they were perceived. Donovan McNabb had input on it because, you know, he was he was in it. He was living it. And he got to the league before Vic. I mean, it was a good documentary, and and it was only part one, you know? It's just, I think part two is going to be what happened after the dogfighting thing, and then what happened with the Eagles and what he's doing now. I think that's part two. But it's just, from what I gather, this is a pretty good documentary, and he just, he he had the wrong people around him. He had the wrong mindset in the locker room and he had a head coach Jim Moore that didn't hold him accountable that's why he didn't last long so you know that's cool oh and one thing I love seeing was highlights from that 04 NFC championship where the Eagles beat the Falcons and went to the Super Bowl man some of them hits Brian Dawkins was laying out I was like, dang, man, Brian Dawkins was like that. I was sitting up there like, ooh. (laughs) I was dancing with it. I was like, man, this man, Brian Dawkins, like that. Good Lord. But I can't can't wait to see part two. I don't know when they're going to show it, but we'll see. Before the Kobe thing happened, I was going to do a show, and I was going to talk about Antonio Brown, but... Is it worth talking about, honestly, man? Like, he's, he went on house arrest. He's out of house house arrest to take care of some obligations. He ran out of jail as soon as he posted Bell. Uh, I think Bell bond, the, the bond was 110000 He paid 10000 to get out. This dude has been wilding. All year. It, this dude's been wilding for like the past six months. It's always something with him. And I'm at the point now. It took me longer to get to this point. But I'm at the point now where I just feel bad for him. It's like something's wrong. Something's really wrong with him. And I can't even laugh anymore. I can't even be entertained as much anymore. Because I, I feel like something's wrong. I guess we'll find out soon enough. I just hope he isn't in jail for a long time. I just hope he ain't going to end up dead soon. I just hope he turns it around and gets the help he needs. Uh, That's one thing. But the Wizards defense, the Wizards defense is still trash. And they're getting blown out. By Atlanta, who is just as bad as they are, but the game, they got Trey Young. That's the difference. But I just sat there and watched the Wizards 
beat the Hawks without Bradley Bill. And they played the Hawks in Atlanta, and Bradley Bill had 40, and Trey Young had 45. They went at it. Those are my two big, best favorite players in the league. Um, the Wizards are fourth in points per game, but they're last in field goal percentage defense. They are last in three-point field goal percentage defense. They are, like, bottom five and rebounding. It's just, oh, my God. These guys are just awful, bro. These guys are just awful on defense, and I don't know why. It's embarrassing. The Bucks ran us off the court without Giannis again. This is the second time, at least in within a year or so, within two seasons, where Giannis was out and the Bucks still blow out the Wizards because we don't play no defense. Now, Bradley Bill got snubbed from the All-Star game. I thought it was a given he was going to be in the All-Star game. Then to find out he wasn't, I was like, how in the world did that happen? Well, should I blame the fans? I mean, they only vote for starters. I could blame them. Do you blame the players? No, nah, they voted him as a starter. So who's left with the coaches and the the writers? Whoever else decides that. They didn't have him in the All-Star game. It's one thing to not have him as a starter, but not have him in the game in general. He's averaging He's averaging pretty much what Devin Booker's averaging. He's averaging like 26 a game and six rebounds and stuff like that. Devin Booker got snubbed, too. <sighs> Devin Booker over CP3 would have made more sense. But, hey, CP3 is doing the best he can with a team – with a pretty, I wouldn't say young team. They got uh, they got some key veterans, but with this new team where he's trying to fit in, where I didn't think he fit in, but it looks like he's fitting in nicely, and the team just might make the playoffs. But I don't think they will. I really don't. But we'll see, man. I just hope the Wizards pick it up on defense because it's ridiculous. Oh, also, uh, Going to the Howard game tomorrow. I hope they win. They're winless in Miak play, and they only got two wins. Um, I'm very happy that one of them was Hampton. Now, Howard lost to Hampton three years in a row. I don't know. The the win the losing streak was longer than that. And this has to be the worst Howard team in like the past two decades. Yet they still, yet they beat, yet they're the ones that ended the streak against Hampton. I don't get it. They haven't won a game since. No, yeah, they did. They beat uh, Regent. They beat Regent. Okay. Big deal. What are they? What, uh, what are they? NAIA? Come on, man. I should have known something was wrong when they lost to Washington Aventus and only beat. UDC by 10. I knew something was wrong, but it's okay. I'm going to keep watching. They got CJ, my god brother, and he is he got the Kobe mentality. Like he plays like Kobe. I can see it in his eyes. He got that type of game. 
He may miss a lot of shot, but he got that killer instinct. Now they just got to win some damn games. For real. We'll see. We'll see. Um, So Super Bowl preview. So you got the 49ers and Chiefs. I'm sticking with the Chiefs. I think I'm going to go 30-27. Just too too much firepower. Too much. Too much. You got Patrick Mahomes who can run, who is running. In addition to throwing dime after dime after dime, he can run now. Lord Jesus, not good for the 49ers. Um, 49ers got a great pass for us, which helps a nice secondary, but it's too much. Too much Patrick Mahomes, too much Damian Williams, too much Tyreek Hill. Just too many playmakers on the outside for 49ers to keep up. There's no way. They'll Well, they'll somewhat keep it close because it's the Super Bowl and their defense got to shut down something, right? We'll see. I mean, we'll see. But um, I got the Chiefs winning 30-27. 49ers, I just don't think they're going to be able to run the way they did against Green Bay. Remember, the Titans tried that against the Chiefs, and then they started shutting that down. They build the lead, and now you got to drop back. And then that's when their pass rushers like Frank Clark and the Forrest Buckner, like, that's when they got free reign to the quarterback. Like, just go get them. I mean, it's just because they keep dropping back and stuff. That's exactly what happened to the Titans. It seemed like Tannehill was running for his life. And I think that's going to happen with the Chiefs and Niners. But um, but 49ers will find a way to stay in it. But at the end of the day, Chiefs all day. All day. Well, I'm thinking about Twitter. And I'm like, dang. I really got a Mount Rushmore of women I follow. Like, I like all their tweets and stuff, but I can't like a certain person's treat, tweet on that freaking um, Mount Rushmore of Twitter MILFs. Adrian, Jamie, Kirsten, Lisa. I like y'all. I like y'all. Keep doing y'all thing. Keep doing y'all thing. I was going to freestyle. I'm feeling kind of tired. Shoot, maybe I'll spit it later and then just throw it on the track. Eh, we'll see. If you listen to the free th- freestyle, just you know, tell me what you think and all that, and I'll be cool with it. And you know, I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the GOAT Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.